There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to episode 93 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode 8 of season 3 of Dark Matter. I can't believe that's episode 8 already. Yeah, I know. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. Yes, it is. I know we were talking a little bit with our last episode. Uh, they were all at San Diego Comic-Con. Why am I having brain fart? <laughs> San Diego Comic-Con and tweeting. And let me tell you, Five was super excited because she got to meet David Tennant. So she was like yes, posting pictures, was... Donnell. Oh, it was so cute. And just all the pictures they were posting and they got to do the escape room and they were they were really interacting with her fans. So it was awesome. And I really hope that we hear something about another season for them. So make yes. sure you are tagging them because we learned that it makes a huge difference when sci-fi sees everything in regards to, you know, how many people are interacting, how many are excited about it. And all I seen for the whole week, basically before San Diego and through the weekend was, you know, renew dark matter, renew Winona Earp, renew Killjoys. And it makes a difference because they are talking about everything that they're seeing. Yes. So make sure you are tweeting it. Even if you're watching it on like a replay a couple of days later, if you can't watch it on Friday or if you're in another country, I know that doesn't really count, but keep doing the hashtags because that makes a difference with them. Yes. So. We have readings. Yes, we do. Uh, this episode brought in a 0.11 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.502 million viewers. Well, unfortunately, that dropped it to 82nd among cable shows. Well, like I said, we got to say a couple hundred thousand of them were out in San Diego Comic-Con. Exactly. Exactly. So that it, I mean, honestly, because that's all over my feed. And yes. I'm sad that we weren't there, but excited that they got to have a huge panel and it was packed from what I understand too. Right. And they had a blast out there. Yes. It was great to see everything that they were sending back via tweets and Instagram and all that because it was great. You know, you could tell they were really having a great time. Yes. And let me tell you, Melissa did not even look like her. <laughs> The way she had her hair up, I thought she was the girl from Sky High, which is a whole different girl, just because that's what she right. looked like with her hair up like that and her little, like, like Mickey ears pom-pom hairdo right. that she had and going. The overalls yeah. and the I need more space <laughs> t-shirt. Uh, they all did an escape room, like all the different sci-fi shows. They did an escape room separately, but they were all trying to, like, See if they can beat each other. Right. They got out, but I don't know if Dark Matter was the one who won it overall. I honestly think it was the Expanse crew that was there. Right. That actually won it. 
overall. And I'm like super jealous that the Expanse crew was there. They were like all there together. Yes, they were. Because very rarely are they able to all make an appearance together. Yes. Because that would have been awesome. But if you're wondering, I'm sure all the places, like everybody who was there as press and just fans have posted it up on YouTube. So just look for a San Diego Comic-Con 2017 Dark Matter panel. I'm sure it's all over. Plus, I think they we didn't get to see the inside of the escape room for obvious reasons. Right. you know, we they actually the um the cast of Dark Matter and the Expanse and all they posted their before and afters. So definitely check those videos out. Yes. All right, let's jump into episode eight, shall we, Steve? All right, Hot Chocolate, interesting title. Yum. While Six is hosting a conference of delegates from Rebel colonies on the Raza, Rio has an accomplice hack in and control the android, and thus gains access to the ship in order to attempt to recover the blink drive. Rio and his soldiers board the Raza and capture two, three, and six. And Rio tells the delegates he will sponsor their membership in the League of Autonomous Planets in order to win their support. Five eludes capture and, with Sarah's help, devises a way to free the android and retake the ship. Rio retreats but swears he will take the blink drive eventually. Later, an attempt to repair the blink drive Knocks the entire crew unconscious. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So, I guess I was a little bit wrong. I say a little bit because I'm, I was still on a little not sure. Because the last episode we talked about the android when we seen her kind of wake up and have the gun on three. Right. It's like, and how Sarah act, acted weird after he talked to, uh, after three talked to her. Sorry. And so I'm like, mm, what if it's kind of both? Like what happened in this episode and possibly Sarah doing something. So I'm still not 100%. So I cannot right. say that. Right, yeah, no, I, yes, I was right there with you saying, yeah, this has got to be Sarah's doing. And with what we found out Sarah knows about the ship and Android right now, that's dangerous. Yes. So it won't take anything to um, have Sarah try something because she knows way too much now. Yes, especially she mentioned something about it. It gets kind of lonely in here. So I'm like, uh-oh. Yes. Yeah. All right. So let's start at the beginning before I jump to Sarah. I, although I'm keeping my tinfoil hat firmly in place because I don't know if I can trust Sarah 100% yet. Yes, I'm right there with you. All right. Diplomat or not. Well, Six is on a diplomatic mission, trying to unite a number of the independent worlds with trade agreements. The meeting is attacked by Ferris Corp, forcing Six to bring the delegates to the Raza. I wasn't sure what was happening. If right. it was like, are they really being 100% like attacked? Because we find out that one of them was like part of Ferris previously, right? Or did, wait, am I thinking that wrong? I thought one of them broke away from Ferris Corp. I, well, yeah, one of the delegates was part okay. of Ferris Corp. Yeah. So yes. that possibly it was like a ruse, like they were, didn't really break away. And they were right. trying to. Yeah, they, they were set up. That's what I was thinking it was. Yeah, it was definitely a setup. There's little to no doubt about that. Okay. And um, fortunately, of course, the Raza manages to fight off the ships and jump to FTL in time. Yay. 
And of course, the delegates, of course, start bickering with each other, saying that one of them had to give up their location. And of course, fingers are pointing all over the place, even towards the Raza. And sure enough, the next morning, more trouble rears its head when one of the delegates named Wren is found in his quarters, super dead with the knife in his back, with no prints and no security camera footage. Super dead, not just dead. <laughs> yeah, he was super dead. That's great. And that definitely lends to the credence that, yes, this was all a setup, but I'm still not, you know, my original thought was Android did it. I was thinking that, too. And like I said, because of last episode, more than anything. Right. And then that's why I'm like, it was Sarah. Right. And then you think, well, maybe it was Sarah. And because no prints and the security camera footage doesn't exist, it had to be somebody that knew something about the ship. Mm -hmm. So it, it really wasn't one of the other delegates. I still think it was Android, and I just don't know whose control she was under at the time. Okay. Now, of course, later on, once they're boarded, Six arms the delegates with weapons from Four's quarters and kind of doubts if that's uh, really a good idea because the one of the delegates did get murdered, but they got to fight off Ashita's. So, of course, later on, once they're all captured, the delegates are offered membership in Rio's League of Autonomous Worlds. Yeah. Okay, Rio. Nobody trusts you. Right. Uh, But Six is unable to convince the delegates that this isn't going to help you. This is only going to help him. And they decide to join. I was a little disappointed. I mean, I understand why they wanted to do it. Right. To hopefully keep Ferris Corp off their butt. But, I mean, Ferris Corp does not have to really play by those rules. Yeah. Especially because we find out, was it two? I think two had said people are expendable, but whatever they're mining on the one, you know, is is worth so much money now that basically they don't care. Right. Yeah. People are replaceable, expendable. Mm -hmm. Because they'll just find another planet to steal workers from and put them to work mining that mineral. Yeah, I mean, I don't doubt any of it. I really don't. Right, not at all. We've seen that in another another certain (laughs) show of ours, only it was way in the future, but yeah, same same thing. Yep, exactly. Now, of course, the only good thing about this part was that Six does decide that being a diplomat isn't for him, and he's going to stay on the rosin. Yay! I know Five's happy about that one, too. Right. Yes. Uh, it's still a little rough, though, because of last episode. Was it, wait, was it the last one or the one before? Right. Find everything he out. Was, right. Yeah, so uh, I'm glad. I am glad that he's going to stay on the Raza and keep working towards his goal of trying to help all these people. But at the same time, it's like, oh, he kind of had what he wanted, and then it was snatched out of his hands again. Right. But he- he really needs to be with family, and the Raza is his family now. Yes, I agree. So I think that's going to help him in his recovery from knowing that he's lost his wife and child. Okay. I'm happy and sad for him, though, but I'm more happy. Because he's back on the Raza full time. Yes. We need all the crew members we can get. <laughs> I know, and that's why I got worried when Android started being weird. Yes, and... 
she definitely was acting strange. Especially, you know, we see this ship start malfunctioning, comms go down, doors stop working, lights are freaking flickering ominously. And then you see her down in the cargo hold with the transfer pods, and there's a whole contingent of Ashida soldiers coming out of the transfer pods, including Rio, who is there for the blink drive naturally. Oh, I'm so surprised. But yeah. where did all those guns come from? Is that all part of a three-staff somewhere? Yes. <laughs> yes. See, it's was... good and bad that you have that kind of stash, three. Yes. <laughs> So we now know that the android's been hacked, but we really don't know by whom. We know it's got to be Rio's doing, but who's that able to do it? Right. That's why I'm like, oh, my God, what if this is when my head started to spin? What if Sarah wasn't actually dead? What if somehow, yeah, her consciousness was in the Raza, but she was somehow on one of Rio's ships? And I start freaking out, and I'm like, right. what if, what if, what if? <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. All our people get locked into their places. Basically, it's like, okay, listen, don't fight, and it'll be fine. Which, of course, always goes over so well. Right. Now, of course, the android immediately takes them to where the blink drive is supposed to be, but ha, 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 it's not there. Good. Yes. And I love it because it, the person controlling android is like how does she move it i don't understand it was right here and rio's like because she figured something out yeah exactly if you're supposed to be the super smart hacker guy why can't you figure it out and the guy was creepy he looked like he was some kind of like prisoner though right because it's this like long-haired scary looking dude who's over on rio's ship and with a vr mask over his eyes so but it looks like he was strapped in and, like, even by the neck, almost. That's why I thought he he looked like he was a prisoner of some sort. Like, we never figured out who this guy was. Yeah, no, all we know is that we saw Rio talking to him a couple of episodes. I think it was right at the very end of an episode. Yeah, saying, like, they Didn't have think, a way in. Right. Ugh. So, yeah. yeah, he may have been strapped in for his own safety because of hacking into an android might not go the completely the way uh, they want it to. Oh, that's true. So, of course, Rio makes the announcement that uh, he offers to trade the Blink Drive for the Raza, and, of course, Five is not having any of that, and so he moves on to the delegates and offers them a sweet deal. They ally themselves with Zyron. They'll gain instant admittance to the League of Autonomous Worlds. This deal is good for Zyron and not so good for the colonies, but they don't see it that way. Why do you think they're so blinded? I believe they're just, they're thinking that this will be a way that they can be protected. Okay. From us, and that's all. And of course, Rio sells it that way. He says, yeah, you join the league. You'll never have to worry about Ferris again. Until just that's buying that. out his teeth. <laughs> I do want to say. We all pretty much knew that, okay, this definitely wasn't Android when all right. of a sudden they're kind of talking about five and he's like, that little bitch. Yes. I was like, what? I'm like, okay, definitely not Android, not even in like human Android form. Right. So I knew something was wrong there. Yes. And Android finally discovers where five is hiding and heads down to capture her, but 
I won't be taken so easily. And we get the reason the episode is called Hot Chocolate, as that's the code word to reboot the Android. Yeah, I loved it. So Foe 2 couldn't do it because they changed it to Hot Chocolate. Yes. <laughs> Five and Sarah are working together because obviously Five's like, what is going on? I don't know. This is weird. So she plugs in and she's talking to Sarah. It's like, all right, what are we doing? We got to figure something out. But before that, Sarah actually like messages her through her computer and she's like, he's right. coming. Go now. Go now. And, and again, you know, when you say said earlier, Sarah can see what's happening. It's like, okay, there's cameras wherever. So she's watching, but it's like, how much control can she possibly have? I mean, she's right. integrated into the system, right? Yes. So kind of scary. What's happening? Well, five, you know, beats feet, find a way to, to figure out what's going on. And as she, of course, is doing this, they're, they're searching for her, but she is found all the way. What was it? It was, I can't even remember what it was called. She ended up in. Like a story. One of the cargo bays. But it was like a lower level after she crawled right. through the ventilation system. Yes. And it's just so she can like hide enough for her and Sarah to figure out how to get Android fixed again. Right. And I love it that they're actually working together. Yes. So I kind of started to feel safer with Sarah, but I'm still not there. No, not, not at all. Yeah. And uh, Sarah apparently is super familiar with all the computer ship or computers on the ship. And she's like, all right, well, there's this way in here because she knows that there's like a back door to get hacked into the Android. And this right. is what was my huge question. It's like, all right, if she knows that there's a back door, has she exploited it? Exactly. That's why I'm still up in the or air. Or will she exploit it in the future? Oh, that's even weirder. Because that's why I'm up in the air with what happened at the end of the episode last time. Yeah. But they figured out, okay, the Android's neural matrix, there's a way to do it. So when Android gets rebooted, it gives it enough time for Five to tell her, all right, listen, do this, this, and this, and then wipe your memory of this, this whole conversation. Right. It's like, okay. I, I can see this working. And then suddenly the hacker comes back in and five's gone. And actually the the guards were dead too that were around him. So. Right. Because Android took him out, which was great. But I don't know. Do you think this is something that they're going to have to try to revisit to get it where Android does not have that back door anymore? I believe so. But unfortunately, because Sarah is so integrated now, she's going to know oh. what they've done. Even if they fix it? Yes. Oh, interesting. I didn't think about that. Right. Well, the instructions allowed Sarah and Five to trap the crazy, creepy dude in his own mind. But he's not connected anymore. So right. he's in, like, this void. And the guy starts calling. He's like, okay, I think I have. And then he's like, wait, no, no. Yeah. But that was weird. I mean, it, it kind of reminds me of, oh my God, I'm going to blank on the show where like the kid like is dreaming and he's going off into like dreamland and he ends up stuck with like demons because he goes too far. But it's kind of like a thing where you're just like in nothingness. Yeah. And how scary would that have to be because you're stuck in your own head. And I know how it is when I kind of get all stuck in my head, like thinking about something and you can't ever stop thinking about it. So would you have eternity for that to happen? 
That would be god-awful. Yes, it would. Ah, <sighs> okay. Now that I totally went off on a rant with that, but that's horrible, and <laughs> no, I know it yeah, was Yeah, that needed. was a fair, yeah, it was, you got to, sometimes you got to do what you got to do, and this is what they needed to do to keep this guy away from him for good. I wonder if there's other people like him, though. Ooh, I bet there are. I wonder what else Rio has up his sleeve. Right. But anyway, 5 and Android, everything's great. It's perfect because 5 is fixing Android's hair like they talked about. And they're like, wait, maybe we yeah, can do Which this. was the big clue that keyed 5 in to know that Android was an Android. Right. All because she didn't want to get her hair done. And then when the not the Android guy was like, I had plans or I changed my mind. It's like, okay, dude, you don't know how to be an Android, obviously. No. You know. <laughs> Obviously. So they they go back to doing their thing, and they're five and Android again. It's like a little sitcom. But they think they fixed the blink drive, and they're like, all right, let's start the simulation. Bloop. Not so good. No. Because everybody is knocked out. Now, I wonder what that means. Did they somehow blink into a different place again? Or did a pulse actually come out? They screwed something up? Because all I can think about is when Android thought she was just going to go, was it forward in time, backwards in time, for like yeah, five back seconds? Yeah, time, five seconds, yeah. yeah. And it went horribly wrong. So what could that mean with this? Did they fix it? Did they not? What, do you, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I definitely think this was uh, causing a, a big problem. Okay. I definitely think this was... Very similar to the first time when they tried to uh, initialize the blink drive and they went into never space. Oh, okay. I think this is going, they're going to wake up and will not be pleased where they're at. Well, we kind of got a preview, so I don't know. I kind of like where they're at. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. Uh, that kind of takes us to... Two and three, because we haven't really talked about them much. No. And I love how they work so well together. And we've talked about this before. And uh, how they know that this isn't just malfunctions, it's actual sabotage. What's going on? Right. And the fight sequence that happened? Was absolutely awesome. Bonkers. Two and Rio just, man, knocked down drag out because two and three got separated. Just. Just when they were about to figure things out. Exactly. Yes. And, yeah. So that was a really awesome fight scene, though. I have to give it to the fight coordinator. That was unbelievable. Loved it. Because it yes. it really did, too, go through the whole space that they were using. Used a yes. bunch of different items. So it's not just like, okay, I'm just going to fight here. So that was amazing. I loved it. So it's not just the fight. It's like they also start talking trash to each other but it's not actual trash it's truth right and you almost almost felt that rio had remorse see i can't say that yeah he did i mean he did seem remorseful about Nix. yes that's the only thing although when we did see rio walking earlier he happened to stop in his old like training room right and looked at the weapons really like longingly yes but i still like, don't he remembered briefly what he was and then what he is took over again like he wants to be four again but yeah he's almost like i can't do it i'm here and he he has no remorse over 
was it EO7? Right. Like, none. He's like, somebody would have died, somebody else would have done it, whatever. And he was mad that Nix was, he's like, I did not kill Nix. Yes. But, yeah, it's just, you want him to want to be back on the Raza and want to be with them. But, I don't know, he's so caught up, and I think we know that there will be a fall of the Ashida clan, destiny, whatever, empire. So, maybe it's because he doesn't follow his heart. It does not come back to the Raza. I don't know. It's just a thought. Because they let Rio actually go back with his memories. They didn't have to. No, they could have killed the transfer. Now, why do you think they let him do that? Because I think they really wanted him to know that they beat him again, and he's not going to get the blink drive. Well, they did say tell him, too, that it was his people that screwed up the blink drive. Right, but he doesn't. Rio don't care about that. No, he doesn't want to listen. He's like, whatever, you killed my people. It's like, well, no, actually, because you told them to blink out, you killed your people. But, you know, again, he won't listen, and, well, we'll see what happens. Oh, my gosh. Anything else? Because that that was crazy. Yes, it was a pretty wild episode. Well, you know what? I did almost forget. Sue and Rio vowed to kill each other. Yes, they did. They're like, you know, one of us is going to die. And it was like, wow, that's really nonchalant. Like, right. Yeah, it's now personal, like it wasn't already before. Right. So, I don't know. And I still want to know what Rio knows about three, though. Yes. We may never know. No, we may never get that answer. Uh, Yeah, yeah. All right, everybody. Please rate and review us when you find us on all your platforms that you're listening to us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends, and we do hope you're enjoying the podcast. And if you have your tinfoil hat firmly in place and want to share any ideas with us, shoot us an email at fangirlzonepodcast at gmail.com, or you can shoot us a message on Facebook or Twitter. We're all over the place. You can find everything at www.fangirlzone.com. Hit the contact page, and it'll take you to our, our information, mine, Steve's, both of us for Fangirl Zone. And it will just go ahead, and if you hit it, it'll link right to it. So. For this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. After today, I don't want to hear any complaining about the arsenal I have in my quarters. And until next time.